you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting, a DJ Impact. And I got all of the Vegas Bad Boys here with us. So shout out to you all and shout out to everyone who's watching us live. Make sure you throw your comments in the comment box, no matter how you're watching us, YouTube, uh, uh, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, or on uh, Twitch. You want to hear it, all right? We got three good topics tonight and um why don't we just go ahead and get right to it it's time vegas bad boys of podcasting present one two three count talk count talk baby all right so let's get to our first count for the night the usos defeat a new day and will become the longest reigning tag team champions in history. This is from cagesideseat.com. And this is how it reads. It says, after spending the past week hyping a tag team championship match with the ultimate stakes between the Usos and the New Day, WWE went ahead and opened this week's episode of Friday Night SmackDown in Indianapolis with it. And they were greeted with, quote, we want Sammy, end quote, chance. Okay. That only happened once a couple of times during a match, but still it shows you how over the man is everywhere that a match for the record of the longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history would devolve into fans asking for someone who wasn't involved at all. And in fact, not even in the building off dealing with a quote, personal matter end quote, as we were told. You won't be surprised to learn they put together yet another strong match in a long series of them. Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston got a few near falls that led to their becoming increasingly desperate to finish off their foes. They were defending their record after all. It also gave them the strength to kick out of a near fall or two from Jimmy and Jay, who realized just how deep they would have to dig to take that record. Uh, They have been champions for 481 days, and because they won't wrestle for the titles again before Monday, they will break the record on that day. All right. So, Sin City Steve, this is your article. What's your take? So, I think that it really speaks to um, the the longevity of of these guys. Um, 481 days is a very, very, very long time. Um, and even if, you know, they do two TVs a week, maybe defend the titles once, twice a month, um, still it, uh, it, it doesn't take away from this achievement. Um, and I think that, you know, wrestling the new day, uh, immediately before, and essentially I, I, 
the line was mentioned on commentary that uh, the New Day were acting as gatekeepers for this record. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that really kind of uh, it, it elevated the match. Um, and instead of it being yet another chapter in the New Day versus the Usos cycle or a story or, you know, however many times that they've gone at it, um, mm-hmm. this one felt like a main event type of a match. And yet we had it to kick off the show. Yeah. Um, so I think that I think everything was expertly done with this. Um, you know, I, I say what you will about the rest of the bloodline storyline. Um, it can be plotting at times, um, but it's uh, it's definitely great to see this team solidifying their names as one of the greatest tag teams in WWE history, if not the greatest. Yeah. Um. All right. Look. Let me let me let me throw this. Um. Seems like Michael, you have something you want to throw in there. Well, no, I just it wasn't twenty years for New Day to win the fucking to to do that many oh. <laughs> days. <laughs> it didn't take them that long, John. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so let me just throw this out there, and you guys just tell me. Normally, I will I bounce a question between uh, Simon Street and uh, Matt Michaels, but I'll, I'll just throw it out there for all three. I. First off, the match was on fire, like I talked about. They always put on a great match. I will say that I feel I could make a case that I still believe that somehow New Day should have won that match. And I think what it comes down to sometimes is you have your legacy versus what's practical. It only makes sense for the Usos to have the belt. So I'm not going to take that away. It's no reason why that they shouldn't have the belts. On the other hand, I think that New Day has built a legacy that's important that maybe should allow them to have that that reign for just a little longer. If it was up for me, it was it was up to me for just a I, little longer. No, no, no. Hey, hold on. Twenty more hold years, on. bro. Hey. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying, uh, what I'm saying is, if they could have somehow won that match, and then maybe, who knows, maybe by the end of the match, you know, they're re-challenged. Maybe the tribal chief says, this is bullshit. You guys coming back here without titles. You better get back there, figure another way. And hell, maybe they had a match by the end of SmackDown, and they got their titles back. But guess what? They would have had to start over from one, day one, holding that. And you would have had the New Day still continuing – no, and then I, you know what would have happened? 480 fucking more days to break the record. Uh, so you can't just do that, dude. Come on. Yeah, you can. Of course you can. Come on, dude. Come on. The bottom line is they would have held it for that long. Look, there's been titles that's been held a lot longer. Yeah, but you're so? what you're but you're basically suggesting that the Usos not have broken the record, period. At least not this time. But it would have been over another fucking straight year of them holding the belts to break this record again. You don't get... That's a long-ass time. That's a long-ass time. Come on, dude. (laughs) Well, Impact, you you said it accurately in wrestling talk that, you know, not everyone was going to agree with you, so... (laughs) Props. I don't... Whatever. I don't... 
I don't disagree. I think you're on your own island on this one. All right, Simon Street, go ahead. I don't disagree in the sense of what you were trying trying to go for, Impact. You know, I I, I see to where that legacy could have been something that was good. But here's the problem. A, what we had mentioned earlier at the time, it would have took if they lost them belts. I mean, come on. 480-something days, uh, the Usos still be the champions. That's a long time. Or even shit, the New Day. Anybody. Why Hold can't on. Usos be the be champions for another two years? Oh, I'm not saying they can't be a, the champion for another two years. My point that I'm saying is, is do we all really want to see that? I don't know. You may be the only person. That's okay. And but I will say know, this. Really quick, Simon, I just thought of this too. The the difference here is not even a full two years, by the way. It's 400. So that's we're talking a year and some but months. but the but the thing here, and this just hit me, Simon, and I do apologize. But the idea of having two guys stay healthy enough to wrestle exactly. that time period—it's insane. So yeah, I was exactly. I was just I, I was just biggest, about to say I that. Think my biggest fear is now they become almost forgotten. At least they had that to hold. No, on. absolutely not. No, I don't no, know. No, I don't know. Let me ask you this question: Are you a day. fan of? Are, no, no. But are you a fan of the New Day? I am a fan of New Day. You know they hold another record. What's that? How many championship reigns have they been? They're about eight times. So they can still they still got a couple more, at least six more years in the tank, possibly. You mean to tell me they can't win those tag team belts over again? There's other records, is what my point that I'm saying. Right. right? So 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 they won't be forgotten. They have gone in the history books as being Literally the standard, like like they said it in their promo on Monday Night Raw. They literally elevated the tag team. Without the new day, the Usos would have been, you know, in a pond showing out. They needed somebody that they could go toe to toe with in a land where, you know, let's be real, tag teams were very Mayweather. They weren't consistent. At least the Usos in what the last what ten years almost, what seven? Am I close to that? Maybe ten years, Michaels. So in, the, in, in about the last 10 years. I don't want the New, New Day, Day to become so. like the Alpha Academy. Not, no, oh, guys. my gosh. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Get out of here. Come on. DJ. DJ. Blasphemous. 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 Listen. I don't want them to start jobbing for others. Listen. I'm just saying. I'm oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just saying. Let me drink some water. Dude. They won't be jobbing to other people if they're losing matches. Guys. It's because of the fact that they're helping other up. guys grow up. They really, they're they're helping not, guys they really are. Good, good, good point. Good point. Look, yeah. I'm just gonna say this to close out my little quick little segment on this. All right, I will say this: it's amazing that we got an opportunity as wrestling fans to see this actually happen. Two healthy teams, one team take over. And surpass a record. A lot of times we would see that shit happen before, and it play out towards these older guys who probably could only go, if at best, three fourths of what they could have been. These guys are still in their prime. So for that, as a wrestling fan, thank you. I appreciate. It. Let me go over to Matt Michael. I'm sorry, you. Uh, oh boy, I knew that was, this was going to cause a, a fire. Matt Michaels, go ahead, man. What's your take on this particular topic? 
I think I think we've all expressed the take. Okay. That <laughs> we're all happy they're breaking the record, and New Day does not have to worry about their legacy. And as as Scoop said here, they sell so much merch they could never become the Alpha Academy. No. Oh my gosh! I mean, listen, dude. If you want to do something good for them, why don't you just why don't you write a letter to Big E encouraging them to get better? Yes. Or I could just buy their new shirt. You, you could do that. And then write <laughs> Alpha Academy on it. Same legacy as Alpha Academy. By the way, yeah, I like, the they like the Alpha Academy. Let me just say, I'm just, I'm trying to make a I like Alpha Academy right. too. But look, at the end of the day, prime rib steak at a five-star restaurant ain't the same as a Burger King burger. <laughs> Shit. All right, y'all. Let's get right over into our uh, second count. CM Punk makes his first public appearance since All Out. And what do you know? It's from CagesideSeats.com. What are these guys paying us? All right. Let's move over into this particular uh, article here. It reads, aside from social media posts supporting his wife's work, we haven't heard from CM Punk since his explosive remarks at the All Out Medium Scrum. That changed on November 10th when Punk went Back to one of his other jobs, color commentary for Cage Fury Fighting Championship, a regional mixed martial arts promotion that airs on UFC Fight Pass. Punk joined, as usual, CFFC partner John Morgan to call the action from Seminole Heart Rock Casino in Tampa. Perhaps notable, unlike when Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks appeared at a Los Angeles Clipper game earlier this week, Punk was not billed as having any connections to All Elite Wrestling. That doesn't really tell us anything that the rumor meal and the fact that Elite's return is currently being promoted on AEW television hadn't already made pretty clear. But after being introduced by Morgan on the broadcast, Punk did crack a joke that could have been referenced to, quote, brawl out, end quote. But it could also have also be interpreted as a general reference to his combat sports past. Now, no word on how often Punk will call CFFC action going forward. He did it fairly regularly prior to his return to wrestling in August 2021, but not much will, uh, but not m- much while working for AEW. Now that he's said to be negotiating a buyout of his contract with Tony Khan's company, his calendar may allow him to focus more on his MMA broadcasting career unless he signs with another wrestling company. <laughs> okay. Simon Street, this is your uh, article. What's the take, man? I just, you know, I wanted to put it out there because it's actually a smart move on CM Punk. You uh-huh. know, uh, whenever you're waiting for negotiations and shit, you shouldn't be just uh, willy-nilly and sitting at home, you know, waiting for that shit to sort itself out. Sometimes these things can take a while. Buyout is not as easily as you what you may think it is. So he's doing one of his regular jobs. And if from what this article said, it's a job that he's already done before. So he's keeping himself, I believe, somewhat relevant. Um, I know a lot of people out there are saying, you know, CM Punk's eventually going to be at WWE. And that may possibly be true to what capacity, how long or what we don't know. I have no idea. But I am saying at the end of the day, you know, at least he's keeping himself busy. Do you see what I'm saying? It is what it is. We all got to work. And it's just nicer for him because once this negotiation goes out and your contract is bought out, what was the original contract for CM Punk at AEW? 
Was it like a three year deal? Was it a three year deal? Man, that's 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 man. I wish I I just wish Tony Khan would buy out my one year working. He's getting three years paid out. Shit, you still working? Kudos to you for work ethics. All right, let me go over to you, uh, Sin City. Um, so we got uh, CM Punk doing some uh, some little extra work on a MMA uh, event. Um, you know, anything there, man? Is he just trying to? I mean, he don't need no money. Is he just? He was just bored. He just wanted to do something. I mean, obviously, as you mentioned, he had the connection to CFFC before uh, mm -hmm. he jumped back into wrestling. Um, whatever. I mean, you know, clearly we know that he's not going to get in there and actually fight because, <laughs> you know, we saw how that worked out the last time that he tried that shit. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I guess all that CM Punk is really good at as far as fighting is, you know, um, cheap shotting people in the, uh, in the back and, uh, mm. having his friends throw chairs at people and, uh, bite mm. them and stuff. I don't know. Um, realistically, good on him getting another payday. Um, I, I did see, uh, you know, in the in the photos and videos of his appearance, uh, it looks like as if he uh, trimmed off his old man beard, which is good. Uh, he definitely looks a lot younger than what uh, he did when he was old and tired and working with fucking children in AEW. So good on him. Um whatever you know brawl out is what it was and yeah hopefully he can find work and it looks like he is i don't think he'll go back to wwe could be i could be dead wrong on that but uh i don't i don't believe that he's going to be going back into wwe uh he's definitely burned his fair share of bridges in the pro wrestling industry so yeah and this is coming from a, a former cm punk fan so that sucks but man Maybe you could do a horror movie again. He did that horror movie for Netflix. I forget the name. I, I, I would pay to, get, to, to see CM Punk get killed on screen. <laughs> well, you should watch that horror movie. I wish I had the name of it so you could watch this on Netflix. Just look up CM Punk Netflix. He's on a horror movie. And he doesn't get killed. Sorry, spoiler. Matt Michaels. Um, yeah, we got uh, CM Punk doing some extracurricular activities. What okay, we can barely see that. Let's see. What are you? You can't saying? see that. Just Let's read it to it. us. Oh, oh, Z's, Z's sleeping. Oh, oh, I love this. It's like charades. It's like charades. Oh, hold on. So he's Z's. he's fading out. He he's is. fading. Yes. Oh man. I, I'm sorry, CM Punk. Go to sleep. That's all I think about when I see CM Punk. So <laughs> fuck him. Whatever. Fuck that dude. Who cares? Damn. Um and. uh you know, and you know what? By he, the way, he reps your city, by the way. So just remember that. Oh, I know. It's yeah. fucking horrifying. I know. <laughs> fucking fucking Which one would you choose? Him? I can't believe that Matt Michaels and I actually agree. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Hey, Matt Michaels, who would you choose between uh, uh, King Kingston or Punk? If you if if, if you had to, if you're going to get jumped, who would you want? Kingston or Punk? If I, if I had Eddie Kingston oh. or CM Punk? If you're in a situation, you're about to get you're about to okay. get jumped. Wait, I'm about to get jumped. Yeah, then I'd, ra I'd rather get jumped by CM Punk because I know that. No, 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 not getting jumped. Jump. I'm talking about if you're about to get jumped and you need a friend. Oh, Eddie well, Kingston I, or CM I, I, Punk? I, I then I take Kingston because I know Kingston can fight. I don't understand how this guy could be a color commentator for fucking MMA. When have you seen him fucking do it? 
<laughs> that's like taking it's like taking a fucking 12 year old little leaguer and making them a color analyst for a fucking major league game what the <laughs> fuck screw this guy screw him fuck him and uh yeah i'd, I'd take kingston over him uh on any day period all right wife beater and all there you have it folks all right all right yeah well like john that, said that guy ain't hurting for money no right. not at all like john said he's no longer straight edge damn all right let's move over into our uh our three counts three and that one is uh, WWE officially retires one of its championships. That's from comicbook.com, and this is how it reads. WWE officially retired the WWE 24-7 championship this week, as confirmed by WWE.com on Wednesday. The website has officially removed Nikki Cross as one of its active champions and now lists the 24-7 title as one of its inactive championships, putting its timeline from 2019 to 2022. The title was introduced in May 2019 with the same 24-7 defense rule as the hardcore championship had back in the early 2000s. And while it produced plenty of viral moments, the title immediately disappeared from TV once Triple H took over WWE's booking in late July. From that point on, the title was only seen and defended at live events, lended up to a number of shows where multiple people would win the title before Dana Brooke would win it back. She finally got the chance to defend it on this week's Raw and lost to Cross. And that's not Karrion Cross, uh, who promptly dumped, <laughs> dumped the title in a trash can. Uh, quote, I'll do whatever I want with it. Dump it on the floor, inside the trash, outside in the dump, and in the incinerator. Bury the thing in a graveyard. Please, by all means, try and argue with me. Try to stop me. I welcome it, please. <laughs> Honestly, I won't bite, end quote. Cross wrote while posting the video from Raw. The title's history ends with R-Truth as the longest reigning champion at 423 days across 53 reigns. All right. This was your story. Mr. Michaels, what's your take? Um, you know, first off, you said the key thing there, and that is the 24-7 belt had the uh, idea of being defended 24-7, um, which was a callback to the hardcore belt. The thing was doomed from the beginning because fans thought they were going to get the hardcore title. And when that didn't happen... Um, WWE did not have a good plan in place for this belt in terms of it's 24-7. But there was nothing that made it 24-7. We saw nothing like the hardcore version where you saw them out of fucking Chuck E. Cheese and, you know, running around trying not to get pinned. Uh, you know, um, they did nothing like that. So, um, yeah. and it also, you know, you look at that title, it does nothing for you. It did nothing for the company. Um, you know, it didn't make anyone. And the interesting thing is you had belts like the European belt, which in its moment meant a little bit of something because it was only around the IC belt 
and the heavyweight championship belt and the tag belts. So you had it meaning something. Mm -hmm. This didn't mean anything because you already have one of the stupidest things in wrestling, the WWE adapting and taking in the U.S. title when they already have an intercontinental title. Mm -hmm. Which means that if you're intercontinental champion, you're a U.S. champion. It made no fucking sense that they did it other than the stupid, uh, you know, to, to keep that lineage alive for WCW. Um, so you already have two belts that are already, you know, at that level of that secondary level. You also had tag team titles that were doubled. So you had ample enough belts. Plus the belt that WWE has never been able to do anything with and they've tried over the years, is the the lightweight belt or the cruiserweight belt or whatever you want to call that. That has come and gone so many different times going back to the early 80s. And the idea with that is if you can't even do something with a belt like that, this 24-7, which had no definition of what the fuck it was other than it could be defended 24-7, had no chance in hell. But it did give us (laughs) some cool... Uh, you know, not only was R Truth 53 time champion, the longest reign, and you want to talk about longest reigns there, Mr. DJ Impact. Absolutely. Reggie, Reggie, 112 days. 112 days. Now, if it were you, you would have had Reggie lose that belt five times over because it's 24 7 before he'd win it back and then, you know, keep it. For I wouldn't do that. Five how many no. segments? Let me. How, how, how many segments would have uh, we've had to endure just to see that result? Probably two. The way the twenty four seven belt changed. Uh, Pretty much. Uh, Tucker. Tucker had the shortest reign. Remember him, guys? Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. The shortest yeah. reign at four seconds. That's right. That title. That match, quote unquote, was four seconds. Uh, youngest champion, Bad Bunny, at 26 years old in 342 days. And the oldest champion was Pat Patterson at 78 years old in 184 days. Uh, but <laughs> lightest champion, Alexa Bliss, at 102 pounds. The heaviest champion was the Revival. Yes, FTR at a combined weight of 446 pounds. And I bet no one remembers that they actually held that title, the 24-7 title, together. So there you go. What a belt. What a what a fucking history to something that ends up where it should be and was meant to be. Simon Street, uh, this was a question that uh John threw out there, and I I, I thought I'll just pose it. You know, one last one last question I have to I have to ask. He said, uh, anyone else think Nikki Cross missing the trash can was either on purpose or made a funny statement on its, quote, legacy, end quote? Oh, I thought it was purposely done just so it would be a louder sound versus it actually making in the trash can. It made for a better sound. Just, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so hot garbage it misses the trash can where it's meant to go. Um, I think think we can all pretty much say that um, remember when we were all kids and we created those belts? When you would play wrestling, I know I did. You know, I created a belt with crayons and shit and cardboard box. I think everybody had a brown belt like Daniel Bryan's Earth belt. But besides the point, we all had a belt, and that belt had more significance and more memories tied to it. And uh, prestigious title reigns 
than the, the 24 seven um, horrible, horrible uh, idea with no long term at all. Uh, it, 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 it was I don't know who created it, who thought it was cute. Uh, His name it was, was, it was Vincent Kennedy. Oh, there you go. Well, well, there you go. I mean, it was just I, 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 to this point, I think we are doing better acknowledging the greatness of the 24-7 championship way more than what it even deserves. You know, we had a we once had a champion here at Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting, but I think that guy threw the championship belt in the garbage since we haven't seen it in years. No, that's well, I think a tree. I think a tree took it from him one time. That that tree, man, tree, I do he's remember pretty that formidable. Actually. He's pretty solid. That, that was the number one contender. That was, was it? that was, that that was tree, the, right? the fiercest challenger. And it wasn't the first time that DJ Impact got wood. Yeah. Um, yeah. He got that early in the morning. Got his hands around the whole thing. Uh, I I have some problems here. Uh, John made a comment here that was absolutely ridiculous. He said it lost his credibility when Byron Saxton beat Corey Graves. I just want to tell you, John, just so you know, Byron Saxton is a wrestler. So why could he not beat Corey Graves within 10 seconds? Why can that not happen? It can happen. I'm going to say that, John, you're having a rough night. And I uh, and we all have those moments. So uh, you know what? I got to stick up for John. I got to stick up for John. Look, 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 look. Byron Saxton is so goddamn bad in reputation that one of us could beat somebody in WWE, and it would be more of a reputable loss if they have to recognize it than Byron Saxton. Oh boy! All right then, Sin City Steve, what's your take on the twenty four seven title, man? <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm actually mortified. I <laughs> I have to take this opportunity to pour a little out. <laughs> Damn, just pour that on your keyboard? No, I, I, I just on the ground. Yeah. I, um, rest in peace to the 24/7 championship. Yeah, it'd be missed. I think that that is the uh, the the legacy that Vince really wanted to leave uh, for his company. And for WWE as a whole, um, and for professional wrestling as a whole, um, yes, of course, people just doing inside cradles and surprise roll-ups repeatedly with absolutely no storyline or any kind of rhyme or reason. I, I think that Wait, that's the last thing. AEW? Oh, I, 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 I kind of figured that you were going to go there, um, but in, in any event, I mean it. It is a uh, it is a somber occasion because you know we uh, I think that we all learned that not even the trash can wanted that fucking championship. <laughs> that was a good one. May it rest in fucking piss. <laughs> I'm gonna be laughing my ass off next dynamite. You got a uh, hook come out with the FTW championship and the 24/7 championship. Oh Jesus! No, the FTW championship is bad enough. The FTW championship's bad enough, man. It's ridiculous. I don't know. Would you if say FTW, it's on par to be garbaged? If FTR was smart, they'd bring out the 24-7 belt because they held it. So might as well throw it in with your belts. Fucking might as well. I mean, what's one more championship on the show? Kenny, Kenny Omega. Yes. I think he was exactly. on the phone right away. Can, can I get that belt, guys? <laughs> um, hey, can someone but, get that belt off the trash can, please? I, 
I, I will say one thing about the 24-7 title, and that's that's the last thing that I'll say about it. To be honest, it really does suck what happened with our truth uh, at yeah. the NXT show. Because quite frankly, he should have been the last one to hold that championship. And he should have been able to, you know, ride into the sunset with that championship um, because it really did become synonymous with him. Um, and it was a great way to get him on TV on a regular basis uh, and provide some comic relief in a time when, quite frankly, we did need some comic relief. Yeah. So it, right. it definitely, it. you know, the wrestling purists um, can shit can it. Um, and we love to crack jokes about it. But realistically, yeah, it definitely filled a need. And yeah, our truth should have been the last title holder for sure. Can I can I say one last thing in regards to this? Right now, ladies and gentlemen, WWE shop.com. WWE 24-7 championship replica title belt is going for used to be $399.99 now. Slash down to $279.99. I guarantee you in about a week you'll be able to get this pure, beautiful replica. For half that price, as it goes down, they, they don't bring that shit down. So that that's the thing. The funniest thing about all this is that stuff like the replica belts, unless they're doing like a sale, they don't. I've clean never seen them go out. You're right. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. I don't exactly. see none. They slashed the shit out of this price. They said, or you can make four interest-free payments of seventy dollars with zip. <laughs> exact same deal. The wrestlers had to make to wear the fucking belt. <laughs> You get your own special 24-7 catering voucher and catering. Get all the fresh foods. Oh, oh my God. God. Well, there we go. We did it, guys. That's our three count uh, for tonight. Good stuff, as always. Um, I, uh, I guess I just want to tell everybody to, as we move into holidays, to... Um, you know, make sure you just prepare to have a good time with family and, and friends and and um, and just enjoy the holiday. You know, this is the time where we do that um, and just take these moments in. You just never know, you know, when you when you're, you know, may not have that opportunity to do that again. So just keep that in mind. Um as we move closer into the Thanksgiving holiday. All right. That's just kind of my uh, shout out final words for everybody, uh, you know, going into the week. Well, let me go over to you, Simon street. What would you like to tell the good old folks out there? Just want to let everybody know the 24 seven championship may be dead, but uh, you know, the greatness and goodness of humanity that can prevail over greed, uh, you know, tasteless, uh, wants and desires, you know, you can be a good person 24 seven. You just put a little effort into it. So keep that alive. And like I said, we all in this together. We a community, no matter how different we, we, uh, act. <clears throat> no doubt. No doubt. All right. Um, sensitive Steve, what you want to tell the folks? Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you. Special shout out to all the brave men and women, and uh, and thank you for everything that you do and have done for us, and uh, the sacrifices that you've made to allow us to do what we love to do. Uh, this past Friday was Veterans Day, 
Um, so if you didn't thank a veteran on Veterans Day, do it tomorrow. Do it the next day. Um, they should have more than one day. Um, and last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout. Save yourself 15%. And uh, incidentally, just to cover my own ass, uh, I was saying that I would prefer to see CM Punk get killed in a horror movie, not uh, in real life, just to cover my ass so that he doesn't <laughs> try to sue me. Thank you. <laughs> Well, you might just get a chair thrown at you. And uh, exactly. Or am I might get bitten. He's not gonna, dude, he can't sue you because your mom's name is on your bank account. <laughs> there you go. Matt Michaels. What's up? Yeah, man? What's up <laughs> That's such a cold cabana thing to do, to have your parents on your bank oh, account, man. Completely. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 Uh, 17 years ago, Eddie Guerrero died. There you go, everybody. Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, God. As he laughs. Yeah. What? Wow. I'm, okay. so I'm, I'm going to call Dominic uh, Guerrero and whoop your ass. I'm still laughing at the fact that <laughs> just the idea of CM Punk suing Steve. <laughs> I know, right? He's the kind of dick who would do it. I, I, that's why I had to say it. Because you never can tell. Did maybe he he do the same thing to that one YouTuber? Something like that for slander? Uh, Probably. That's that's why I had to clarify. Well, Mm -hmm. listen, the good thing is that it's going to be hard to find where Sin City Steve lived to serve you. So, Oh, no, it's pretty easy. You see, he lives on the corner of West 90. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you still live in Gotham City with the gargoyles and shit on top? That's right. Oh, my God. All right, Joe. Well, thanks for hanging out with us, and we will uh, we'll do it again following weeks. All right? Good then. Take care. Peace. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. <laughs>